Welcome to A Love for the Bible, Series 4, Session 15. This is Dave Clark. During Series 4, Session 14, I continue discussing Chapter 10 from my book, A Heart for the Bible, focusing on the meanings of the first portion of the Old Testament. I categorize this portion, historical books, and those dealing with God and man. Today, I will be sharing meanings from the Old Testament books dealing with prophecy and the New Testament books. So let's get started. So to begin, let's talk about the first part of the Old Testament dealing with prophecy, and these entail the books Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, and Ezekiel. And how would I summarize this in one sentence? Very simply. This is what I, I wrote. God disciplines us when necessary, out of love. He always looks towards our good. So when you, we think about these prophecies, they have a lot to do with discipline. And they, they actually have to do with historical events of the Jewish people, where the Jews are taken into slavery by the Babylonians. But God has warned them many times that they, they need to obey God. And they were doing many things like worshiping other foreign gods and many things that God asked them not to do. And so this is an example where they were disciplined. And also it's a lesson for us that we can be disciplined by God as well. Now let's go on to the next part of the prophecies. Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahan, Nephaniah, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. So as a key thought, I would summarize this as the Bible has striking prophecies of a Jewish Messiah who will be a king whose kingdom is everlasting. So very often now in these prophecies, it deals with the future and with a Jewish Messiah, which Christians believe to be Jesus. And let me give a couple of examples from, of these prophecies. Now, one is from the book of Daniel. But what does he say? Well, one of his prophecies, the prophecies in this book, it says God will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed. Now, Daniel prophesied various, about various kingdoms, and we believe those are actually historical kingdoms, such as Rome and Persia. But also, it talks about a kingdom that will never be destroyed, and Christians believe that to be Jesus. So that's one example of, of what is a striking prophecy that we can find in these books. Now, let's look at another one. Very striking. It's in Micah. And, and what he, it says here is there will be a ruler coming forth out of Bethlehem whose goings forth have been of old from everlasting. So it goes so far as to say where this prophet, will, this new Messiah will come from, from the city of Bethlehem. So what's so powerful of this is it actually tells the city and we know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Now let's go to the New Testament. And we're going to start with 
the life of Jesus from Matthew and Mark, or we call these gospels. So what's a key statement, I would say, for these first two books of the New Testament? I summarize this as a key reason why some Christians are more productive than others is the way they respond to God's word in their hearts. So often in these books, this talks about the word, the word of God, and, and, it, and it emphasized that we need to be livers of, live the word in our lives. And one example is the parable of the sower. And this says that seed is sown, which is the word of God, but those who will be productive will have a good heart to, to hear the word, remember it, and apply it. Now let's go on to the next books, Luke and John. Now a key thought I have for that is the Christian life requires a new way of life. We must be willing to change. So something that is mentioned here is that Jesus said to his disciples, whoever will find his life will lose it. So Jesus asked the disciples and us that we must be willing to make a sacrifice. We must be willing to give up the current way of life customs to be able to follow what Jesus teaches. Okay, now let's go on to the next book of the New Testament, which is the book of Acts. Now, the key thought I have for this is the early disciples were persecuted because they spoke of Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life. Now, the book of Acts is sometimes called the, the Acts of the Holy Spirit because the, the Holy Spirit guided the early Christians. And something that we read about is that Peter and John, um, they talked about and they preached about Jesus. But then the, the, the Jewish leaders would, would respond by saying, don't talk about Jesus. We don't want to hear it. And so they just would not, did not want to do it. But the reason they didn't want to hear it is because Jesus didn't just say that he was a good man. They said he was more than that. He was the way, the truth, and the life. He had a very important meaning behind that. Now let's now go on to the epistles. Now these are really letters to churches and by church leaders. And I'm going to start with Romans, 1 Corinthians, and 2 Corinthians. And what's the key thought I have? A right heart leads to right actions. The source of that right heart is Christ. Now, let me give one verse that kind of helps to show that, that, that thought. It's Romans 8.1. And it says, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. We do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So we're taught that as we accept Christ, that we are given the Holy Spirit, which guides us. And so this is told that our actions will, will follow as we follow Christ and the Holy Spirit. Now let's go on to the next letters, teachings in, by leaders to churches. And these uh, letters are Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. So what's the main thought I have for this? It's only in Christ that you grow and mature spiritually. 
our lives should reflect this. So let me give one verse that kind of really hones in on this. It's Galatians 5.24. And it says, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So it's telling us our, from our faith, our actions should follow. And then let's go on to the next books, Hebrews, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, 1 John, 2 John, and Jude. Now the key thought I have for this, these is we should keep ourselves in the love of God, loving others as Jesus did. Now this particularly was emphasized in the book of James and the thought that he gave uh, to, the, to the, the church, his church was faith without works is dead. So we have to have works. We can't just have faith. We have to have works. We have to show that we love others. We care about them. And so that's a, an important thing that is expressed uh, in particularly in these letters. And finally, uh, the final book is Revelations. Revelation. And this is a key point I have for this final book of the New Testament. We should patiently trust God and remain faithful to Jesus. We can look forward to justice and righteousness prevailing. So this final book tells about the end times and the final judgment. And we're, we can be confident that the final judgment will be uh, just and fair to all men. So thank you to our listeners for joining me for series four, session 15 of A Love for the Bible. Series four, session 16 will air beginning Tuesday, June 28th.